Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. Well, every time I get the opportunity to preach, well, I tell the church, love your pastor. Because to be behind the pulpit here is not easy. But God is good. He wants to use us. I just want to be used tonight to be a blessing to each one of you. And also share what God put into my heart to share with you. Uh, We're going to go to the Bible. And uh, it's going to be a very familiar verse. But don't turn me off right now, you know, uh, but God has something for us on that verse. So please open your Bible in Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Well, familiar verse, well, very used in the, um, let's say, missions conference. Yes, sir. But you're going to see how amazing, how God uh, used his word. Amen. So, uh, do you usually stand to, to read? Yes, so, let's stand and, uh, and read Mark chapter 16, verse 15. The Bible say, it says, And he said unto them, Who said here? Who is he? Somebody, please. Jesus. Jesus. Amen. So, Jesus is saying, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity, Lord. Thank you so much for bringing us here. for the freedom, Lord, that we have to worship you. Well, we cannot take that for granted because there are places, there are some uh, countries that you cannot even have a Bible. You cannot even say that you, you believe in Jesus. So thank you for this freedom here. Uh, also, Lord, please stay with us. Open your hearts. And also give me, Lord, uh, words. Um, help me to be clear. And also that your word can get through. Uh, we know um, in, in, with clarity tonight. I pray this, Lord. Use this, this vessel for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Here is Jesus is speaking to us. Well, he was speaking with, the, with the, his disciple here. Well, he was giving some orientation to their, their disciple. Actually, they were, he was giving an order, if you may. If you see here this verb, uh, go, this verb go, it's in, in an imperative form. Well, if you study a little bit of English or Portuguese, well, I learned that from Portuguese, that when you say go, it's like the emperor saying something. Do it. Go, come. So this is giving an order. And Jesus here tonight is giving us an order. Sure. Go either for to all world and preach the gospel. So here he has one little goal for us. Uh, let, me, uh, let me ask you a question tonight. So about obedience. Have you, um, have you always, um, let's say in a, in a game, who likes to play soccer or basketball here? 
So maybe some of the, the guys here, the young men, well, I, uh, I tried to, Pastor, play basketball, but I couldn't uh, get to the, the ball into the net there, but I'm sorry. Uh, I like to play soccer, but would you tonight would obey the referee if they, he's, you know, oh, this is a foul, stop the game. I would obey him. I don't want to get in trouble and make my team lose. Um, well, let's go a little bit forward, like another example. Would you obey your mom? Whoa, she's right here. I have to say yes. <laughs> well, right. I would obey my mom. I would hear her sure. if I don't obey my mom or if I do something wrong. I am pretty sure if I do something wrong here in the state, she, she just throw that flip-flop and that would get into, the, into my head, right into my head, you know? Right. Well, I would obey my mom. Sure. Would you obey a police officer if you do something wrong? Oh, you parked on this, it's wrong. Can you move your car forward, please, right now? Yes, sir. Consider it done now. I wouldn't get in trouble. I, I sure. wouldn't get in trouble with that. Well, are you hearing me tonight? Raise your hand if you can hear me. This, the sound is clear? Yes. yes, is it working? Good. Yes. Well, our Lord is saying, go ye therefore. Right. Could you obey God tonight? Amen. Well, I'm glad that there are people that heard this, this, uh, this go ye therefore, this verb, this imperative, this, uh, what we, we are supposed to do this. Thank your pastor for listening to this and obeying the, the, what, God, what Jesus tells us to do. Thank him. I thank Jamie Rose that like just being a young man, he heard the voice. He heard God and obeyed. I mean, the fruit, we, we will never know, but here I am. Not that I'm somebody, you know, someone that deserved to be recognized. No. That's not it. I'm just a soul that he gained for Jesus. Amen. And because of your investment in mission. And when we hear that, let me give you another example tonight. When you hear. Well, so that's why I ask if you can hear tonight. Because some, sometimes you're going or the calling that Jesus is calling us to do, to go in there for it and, and preach the gospel to every creator, uh, this go, it's a verb, so it, it's just act, uh, calling us for an action. Right. Sometimes it's just taking a look at your next door neighbor. Do you know him? Does they know the God you serve? I was, you know, I, for my shame, when when I moved to uh, a new home, when I got married, uh, apartment, small apartment in Brazil, my next door neighbor, he sent me a letter saying, I am Catholic, and explaining who he was. I said, well, I should have done that. Because the Bible is very clear. He, he, was for, like, he, he went ahead and did that. I was supposed to, to do the, this first command here. So bear with me, I'm, I'm trying to build something here. Now, let's turn the Bible where I were uh, with that verse uh, at Judge chapter 2. And you're going to see the, the perfect connection here tonight and what God has for us. Judge chapter 2, verse number 10. Judge chapter 2, verse number 10, like I said in the, the beginning here. 
we are talking about the people of Israel. So the people of Israel was the was the chosen people here, uh, the God, God's nation, and this nation saw the Lord. I mean, saw the the the, the miracles right. that God did. They, well, let's let's take some here. Let's give some example tonight. For example, when they were in the uh, Egypt, they saw the ten plagues and they left that place. Right. They were all like no problem at all. They just left. They ran, and when they got into the Red Sea, what happened? Well, some of them cried. Well, Lord, you brought us here to die. But God just opened the sea. Right. They saw that. Amen. Can you imagine if you were there, like looking at that, looking what God was doing? Oh, I, I might be the, that one that, oh, look at the wave, like all the, the wall of water on both sides, and everybody, run, go! <laughs> I would be just amazed with God, what He did. Well, Israel saw what God did. Sure. They could see when they, when they were in the desert, there were food there. Well, in the desert, yes. Look how God is. He's powerful. He's beautiful. He showed His glory to those people. And yet, look with me. Judge chapter 2, verse number 10. And also all that generation were gathered unto their father. So here we are talking about generations. Mm -hmm. So uh, for those who doesn't know here, see there are some kids here and they are paying attention. Yeah, I work with them. They are paying attention. So for you that doesn't know what like generation, we have mom, dad, uh, mom and dad, first generation, um, son and daughter, second generation, grandkids, third generation. But here, let's see what generation we are talking about tonight. Verse number 7, let's go back a little bit. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua. So here we're talking about the, this father here, Joshua, this man of God, and all the days of the elder that outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work of the Lord that he did for Israel. So here we have this statement that I, I, tried, I tried to build until now, that Israel saw the glory of the Lord. Right. And this broke my heart to see that in verse number 10, all the generation were gathered unto their father. So here we are talking about the second generation, if you may. So Joshua was the first generation, and the second generation, yes, they knew about the Lord. They were gathered unto their father. They heard about the Lord. And then the Bible says, and there arose another generation. So here are called the third generation. Another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. So here we have a, a third generation that doesn't know who God, who God is. How is that possible tonight? What is the problem? Where's the problem? I was fast to, to point, I know we are, we are people, we, we, we do that sometimes. I pointed to the, this third generation. Oh, they don't want to know, they don't want to do anything with the Lord. They, they are all messed up, they, are, they, they like the world better. Well, we know that the problem is sin, amen? It's sin. And we know that the only one that can forgive sin 
is Jesus. Right. He's our God. So we know the, the, the problem, the solution for this generation. But what I'm trying to, 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 to preach tonight is to see our responsibility. Our responsibility toward that third generation. So I, I took a step back, Pastor. And I said, why this generation got to that point? Well, let's look into the first and the second generation. The first generation, Joshua was a strong man. He knew God, he served God all his day. But the second generation was what the Bible called us, called some people out there, the lukewarm church. Or the lukewarm generation. They were warm, yet they were hot or cold. But they were warm in, in a in Revelation chapter number 3, well, God deals with that hot, hot and uh, the warm situation. And look what happened. The third generation didn't know who the Lord was. Right. Well, and tonight, let me ask you a question. Why do we have to learn history? Well, for the kids here. <laughs> I was a little kid, and I make that question to my teacher. I said, teacher, why do we have to learn history? And then he goes like, this. even being an unsaved person, an unbeliever, he, he goes like this. Well, not to commit the same mistake again. That's why you have to learn history. Sure. And then that clicked. When I saw this verse, well, the history is here, so we don't commit the same mistake. And our grand, great, or great grandchildren know who our Lord is, know who God is. We cannot commit mistakes like this anymore. When I'm walking in, in the, this church, I saw the kids running here. That, that's wonderful. That's right the next church. Well, you are preparing the next church. I will pass. I won't be here. I'm you have to prepare the next church to be here. And I see that the second generation didn't do that. And look what the third generation did uh, that didn't know the Lord. Look at verse number 11. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served belly. I don't want my grandkids serving another God. Amen. Well, but it's not up to them. I mean, yes, it's their choice. But what I'm doing for the next generation what I'm doing for mission, what I'm doing for my church to go and, and tell what God told us to, to do that we just saw in the beginning. It's very simple. Go eat therefore and preach the gospel. It's that simple. And have you ever, um, have you ever seen um, like uh, elderly people saying this? Elderly people always look to the, this third generation and say, in my time, it wasn't like this. Oh, in my time, I never seen this happening. It's getting worse and worse. And the Bible just is right here. I don't know why we, we, are, we, we get so you know, impressed. But let's go and see this in the Bible. Uh, just chapter number 2, verse number 19. Look what happened. And verse number 19 says, And it came to pass when the judges was dead, that they, that, that, that generation, 
return it and corrupt themselves more than their father in the falling of other gods to, ser to serve them and to bow down unto them. They ceased not from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. Well, that's this generation, this third generation. And we get so impressed. Oh, they, wanna, they don't want to, you know, even hear us. So wh what are we going to do? Well, I don't want to bring a problem tonight. I will have, I'm pretty sure the Bible has a solution for that. Sure. But I just want to make you think, what, what are we doing for the next generation? Right. So God called me and my family, me and my wife, to get into the schools where they are. Right. Because the devil, the devil is investing on them. Well, I, I don't know about here in America, but sometimes there, there are some moms that send their kids to the school. They, when, when they come back, where did you learn that? Where did you learn to say that curse word? You're not supposed to say it. And where? Oh, it was at school. So what is the church doing? What's the influence of the church um, in the schools? Around here, the community, in the world, we have to reach the next generation for Christ. Now, let's go back where we were. Mark number 15, verse chapter 16 verse 15 so here I, I, I just showed you the urgency that we need yes, sir. to preach the gospel and it's something that God told us to do and are we doing that are we listening to him can you hear God here very clear? I mean, we, 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 don't need, we don't need to be a professor or a physician or, you know, like very smart with an IQ of 200 or something to understand this verse. Because the gospel is simple. Yes, the gospel is simple. And the order, I mean, and the, and the, what God tells us to do here is very simple as well just need something that we have to do is to hear God's command. Can you hear God's command tonight? I'm going to tell three animals in the Bible that heard God. So look at that. The first animal I will bring tonight. And sometimes when I preach this message, I, uh, I didn't know that I was going to preach, but when I know that I'm going to preach, I tell the kids to have some papers so they can draw these three animals for me. So just to have them engaged with the, with the preaching. So the first animal that I will, I will uh, give as an illustration tonight is that uh, worm from jo Jonah book. In the end of Jonah, the book of Jonah, in the end of the book of Jonah, when Jonah sat on that sh shade to rest and he was, uh, uh, actually he was crying because God saved all those people. And God said, hey, worm. And the worm, yes, God, go there and eat all that plant. What did the worm do? That worm heard the voice of God and went there and ate all that plant. Amen? Oh, good. The second animal in the Bible I want to bring tonight. Do you remember that story uh, about the birds and Elijah, I think? Yes? God said, go there, birds. The bird said, yes, Lord. They heard the voice of God. 
go there, get bread and meat, and take that to the prophet. Yes, sir? The birds went there. They heard God. And the last animal I want to bring tonight, do you know that mule or that donkey? Oh, man. A mule, uh, that kind of animal, heard God. And the God, God said, mule, yes, go there and preach to the prophet. The mule said, all right, I will. So three animals tonight heard the voice of the Lord. Well, I don't want to lose to a worm. Right. I don't want to lose to a birds. Right. I don't want to lose to a donkey or something. We are so much better than that. Right. Amen. God can, can speak and we can hear. Sometimes we are just like little kids like this. Not, not to listen to God. Sure. So what I'm trying to say tonight, we can take the gospel to the, to the next person. Amen. Oh, I go to a church and I, 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 I give my offering to mission. Uh, I, I am part of mission. No, that's not the point here tonight. God will see if you are going. So take a look here again at the verse. And he said unto them, go E. So E here is you. You cannot say, okay, yes, we as church has to go. All right, we have to go. Uh, you have to go. They have to go, like some they. But the, ver the, the pronoun here is e, so me. It's talking about me. When we understand that this, this verse here, go e, is talking to me, I will stop, you know, giving this um, order to the church, just to the church, just to the pastor, just to the the person that is responsible for mission, just to the missionary? No, it's for me. I can do it if I hear what God wants me to do. So if you are here tonight, let God speak to you. Amen. Let God, I mean, some people won't be able to go, but we can go in prayer. Sure. Some people won't be able to do much, but I, there's a lady in Brazil. I, I will tell you this example here because it's just amazing me how people do it. I try to tell the gospel with, with their own ability. This lady didn't know how to read. I don't know, maybe Terry Rose already said, talk about this here. Because this lady is an example in Brazil. She didn't know how to read, Pastor. And she went to Jimmy Rose. So back in the days, and said, Pastor, just put here, what's the first verse I have to, to tell a person to read? Oh, Romans chapter 3, verse 26, 16 or 26. All right, let's see there. And then she, he, he took a note there for her. All right, right after this verse, where can I take that person? Oh, Romans chapter number 6, 26, yeah. So that lady... She, she marked on her Bible all the, the Romans wrote for salvation, and she didn't know how to read. So she went like to the bus stop and said, hey, read here. You see? You are a sinner. But now, hey, read here. 
You see, you have salvation in Jesus Christ. Do you want to accept the Lord as your Savior? Yes, and she was a blessing to the first church that Jimmy Rose uh, started in Brazil. So she just heard the voice. She just, she just heard the voice. There was a missionary back in the days. I heard this illustration was, a, was great to my, uh, you know, growing. That... That, that young lady, she went back on furlough, and the pastor asked her to come forward to make some questions. Usually they do that. And how, how is the ministry going? Oh, going well. She, so she gave all the, the reports. And later on, a, a youth guy just raised, rose his hand and said, how was your calling? How, how God called you to the ministry? And then she said, I've never had a call. <gasps> and then... The pastors, all the church, look at her. We support her like she doesn't have a call. And then she goes like this. I just obey what God, the Bible says. Go ye, therefore. Well, is there a better call than that? I guess not. We have to go and preach the word and preach the gospel to every creature. What are we doing tonight? So I told you I was going to give the answer of that, from that question that I, I made to you a little bit early. So what are we going to do with the next generation? Well, we have to go and, and preach the gospel. And what the Bible tells us to do with those kids? Yes, I was saved with six years old, so this has much to do with my ministry now. But... The Bible can tell us, right, what, what are we going to do? So please, open the Bible in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, chapter number 6, verse number 6 and 7. I will start with verse number 6 here now. Deuteronomy, chapter number 6, verse 6. And these words which I commanded thee this day shall be in thy heart. Well, so remember the three generations here? This has to start in us first, in my heart first. If it's not in me, how can I pass this? If, I'm not, if my heart is not burning for the Lord and for souls, how can I tell about the salvation? And these has to be, uh, and these words which I commanded thee shall be in thy heart. Verse number seven, and thou shalt teach, look at that, teach them diligently unto thy children. Look at that word, children. It doesn't say adult. Oh, well, why it doesn't say adult here? Because we are teaching. Teaching the next generation. Right. And you see the, the, the rest of the verse, we're going to read that in a little bit, and we, we will see that it's just teaching kids. It's so interesting because, look, let's look together here. Verse number 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Well, isn't that like teaching a kid? You'll tell them, hey, nobody's here, so you cannot touch that piano when nobody is here. And some way, somehow, that goes like this. If nobody's here, go touch that piano. Yeah? Something like that. Well, they're kids. Okay. Oh, let me tell you again. You're not supposed to, you know, be up here when nobody's close here. All right. And then again. 
And then if you have a kid here, maybe, you know, I'm just giving an example. Um, you have to teach them re uh, all the time. All the time. All the time. And are we teaching the next generation of the love of God all the time? Amen. Well, call, call me to do that. I want to be a light, not, not me, but I want to be just the mirror of the light of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's what call us, what, that's what God called us to do. To, I want to be a light to that nation and teach them every single day. Well, if we do it, we're going to be obeying the call. I just want to finish tonight uh, with a song that we have in Brazil that always spoke to my heart. I couldn't translate that song like words by words because sometimes it doesn't, uh, like the melody doesn't make sense or the rhythm, let's say that. So I just want to tell you this, this song so you can think about it. This song starts like this. I've never heard about Jesus. I've never heard about Jesus, this song says. And what is going to happen in the judgment day? God will look at me and say, I don't know you. And that person will say, nobody told me about you. Well, I don't know you. And that person will say, but God, who knew about you? I mean, I don't know. Who, who knew about you? And then God will tell that person. Rod knew. Brother Rod knew who I was. Brother Rod knew that I was the way, the truth, and the life. He knew about it? And he didn't tell me? Well, he, he sat right beside me at, at, at school. Why he didn't tell me about your love? He sat right beside me at work during lunchtime. He worked right beside me, and he never told me about Jesus. Well, that soul's blood will be in your hand. We have to hear the voice of God tonight and go e to all nations and preach the gospel. Be a light for your next neighbor. Be a light for your friends. Be a light for your cousins. I mean, there are some, so much people in my family, maybe in your family as well, that doesn't know the Lord as your Savior. But we are supposed to go, amen? Right. And we are supposed to get hold to the next generation. So we will know, so they will know who our God is, amen? Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. <laughs>